0: Happy welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading.
2: Exclusive items and all the food.
1: We've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years.
2: We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice.
1: We'll be your one stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks.
2: Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you.
1: This, this is, is Magic, magic on, on Main, Main Street. Street.
2: And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future.
1: Okay, here we go. Are we ready? Yeah. It's episode number twelve. Twelve. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad that we got that out of your system. We'll put a little blooper up on the Instagram to show the,
0: Ooh, I the got events a, that just unfolded in front of my eyes. A little
1: giggle out of that. Oh my one. goodness! Welcome everybody to episode twelve. Twelve. Woo! You sound like a goat. <laughs> ah! <laughs> That's how excited I am. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And this is the Magic on Main Street podcast. With us, as always, is the Senor de la Noche.
2: Man of the night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the Colonel. It's Daniel Proc.
2: Dino
1: Proc 95 on Instagram uh with us <laughs> uh also with us what is what was that the man of the night <laughs> um also with us is our child the beautiful little kenzie lee and our mascot scar the kitten
2: where'd hims go I
1: don't know. he's probably in a blanky pile rubbing himself on daniel's belongings. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Kev kind of has an obsession it's gross. We got a big show tonight. Mm-hmm. Really fun stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do our regular stuff, you know, shout outs. And this week in Disneyland history, in news, why are there so many hand sanitizers? There's a lot of hand sanitizers. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a cute, uh, fun little stay at the Marriott Convention Center Hotel this weekend. Yeah. That was fun. We'll talk about that a little bit. Magic happens merch and also some more ink and paint. So That's much. A lot. So yeah. much in that collection. We'll do Hidden Mickey's with the kid, talk about some food, guava hand pies. That was a good tip Mm -hmm. that we got. Uh, We had a fun little adventure at Trader Sam's, met somebody very interesting at the Food and Wine Festival by the name of Jamie. Yeah. We're going to talk about her and some syrup.
2: Mm -hmm. Weird.
1: And tragedy at Tropical Hideaway.
2: Sean's not okay. Just so you guys
1: Warning, warning, warning. (laughs) It's not good, guys. Talk about some events and our main topic tonight. It's new, it's fresh, it's the most amazing thing that you'll hear. It's fine, we'll get there. (laughs) It's Magic Happens, the parade. Yay! Uh, We're going to talk about advice on how to enjoy it the best, and also a breakdown of the event. It's going to be so much fun. We had a blast this weekend. What a good weekend. It really was. Yeah, all that and more coming up. In just a moment. I want to give a big thank you to our friends over at Foolish Mortal Supply. They are just so great. They have so many great items. It's all around pop culture and our favorite attraction, one of them at least, the Haunted Mansion. Foolish Mortal Supply has a lot of really fun new items, so go check them out at foolishmortalsupply.com. And if you enter the code MAGICONMAIN, they're going to give you 15% off. foolishmortalsupply.com Welcome to the Haunted Mansion. Hey, Kalen. how about a song?
0: Magic on Main Street Podcast, perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street Podcast, talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street Podcast, for when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street Podcast, Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back.
1: Got a couple shout-outs today. Mm -hmm. The first one is going to go to, this is probably going to be a pretty standard thing, (laughs) our lovely niece, Kaylin. Kaylin Rabbit Music on Instagram. She did our fun jingles for the show. People have been raving about these things. Somebody hummed it to me yesterday at the parks. It was really funny. But yeah, we want to give a shout-out to Kaylin. We are just so happy and thankful that we have your songs. And if anybody loves good music, you love good music, don't you? I love good music. Yeah, head over to Kaylin Rabbit Music on Instagram. She does some originals. She does some really cute covers on piano and guitar. Beautiful voice. Beautiful She's so talented. So We're going
2: to get her a lute.
1: We are going to get her a lute.
2: <laughs> Somehow, someway. Yeah. If, she, does anybody have any hookups on lutes?
1: Yeah, lutes. Because she wants to be she like, a, like she a, bard. Be a bard. <laughs> yeah. She'd be a great bard.
2: She would. She's so wonderful.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, up next in the shout out realm, we made a friend over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, through our street team. <laughs> uh, which I guess I can give them the shout out now. Karn and Patrick,
2: our new executive producer, <laughs> our executive producer Patrick,
1: Patrick uh, and Karn, we had a blast with them this weekend. Um, they've been so supportive of the show. They're like handing out our cards and talking us up, and it's been really fun. So thank you guys, we love you. So they made friends with an artist at Disneyana. Her mm-hmm. name is Jody Heron, and mm-hmm. you can find her on Instagram at art with an I. On Instagram. Um, we're going to have a little bit more on her later, but she is a, an artist over at Disneyana. She was drawing the little man of Disneyland.
2: That's so great.
1: And we just had that on the show and it was so cool. Such a cool little coincidence. So we figure we're going to put her into uh, one of our giveaways. Not no. her. We can't give her away, but the drawing <laughs> that odd. they were doing over at Disneyana. <laughs> um, so yeah, get a little idea there. We're glad to know her and uh, we'll have more on that later. So, this week in Disneyland history, in 1972, the Country Bear Jamboree, which if you have not seen this or don't know what it is...
2: I'm so sorry for you.
1: I know, because (laughs) I got to experience this for a lot of my life, and I'm really excited that I did. It was so cool. But it was a stage show with audio animatronic figures that were bears. It opened at Disneyland this week in
2: 1972.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, this, this attraction is kind of cool. I didn't know everything about this attraction. So... This was originally intended to be placed at Disney's Mineral King Ski Resort in California. Walt wanted it to go there. Uh, he was trying to build that in the uh, mid-1960s. Okay. But uh, that didn't work out. He took it to Walt Disney World in October of 1971. So much good feedback came out of it. People were so stoked on it. And, and so Imagineer started planning a replica of the show to be placed in Disneyland's Critter Country.
2: And it's so great. Yeah,
1: so that opened in 1972, and that ran for 30 years almost, uh, right before it closed in
2: 2001. Mm
1: -hmm. I know, really big bummer. But, Easter egg, you can still find a piece of the Country Bear Jamboree show on the Winnie the Pooh attraction.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: after you come out of the Heffalumps and Woozles Portion of the ride. If you look up into the back, turn like right around over, and just, look up. Yeah, you'll see a, a, a fun little surprise there from Country weird Jamboree. So hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> in 2006, the Walt Disney Company held their first annual meeting of shareholders in Anaheim under their new leadership of coincidentally Bob Iger.
2: Oh, weird.
1: I know. So that was 2006, 14 years ago. And this week, you know, celebrating the anniversary of. His first shareholder meeting, he's out. So there has been some concern because now Bob Chapek, who was the president of Parks, is the CEO, Mm -hmm. took Bob Iger's spot. So there's been some like a little bit of negativity about maybe him as a more public figure in Disney um, and also that something's going to go wrong with the parks because they don't have their replacement yet and it's just I don't everything know,
2: it's, will be fine it's a lot to
1: worry about and I get it you know everybody loves the parks and everybody has concern but I hope you know more than anything that somebody new comes in and really embraces the culture that Walt built mm-hmm. and keeps it going and there's we don't see any of the effect so I understand everybody's concerned but just trying to be positive maybe maybe it won't be so bad we'll yeah. see
2: it'll be interesting to see what the future holds
1: to be seen yeah Back to our this week. uh, In 2008, in a ceremony prior to the park's opening, they did a little thing for Disney legend Bob Gurr. He received his window on Disneyland's Main Street. That's amazing. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know who Bob Gurr is, he was a very influential Imagineer. And he designed Autopia, the monorail, Omnimovers, and the Main Street Vehicles.
2: He's going to be on a episode of Pawn Stars soon, in case you were wondering. That's right. Mm-hmm. You just told me that over
1: the weekend. Yeah. All right. Also in 2008, they had soft openings for Pixar Play Parade, which oh, kicked off at, about yeah, that. at Disney's California Adventure. It debuted on March 14th, but they did a soft opening and they had planned for that parade to run through the summer. That was in 2008. It ran through November
2: 2018. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Really? 2018? Yeah. I feel like it went away so much longer ago.
1: No. Just recently. It's when they started doing um, all the renovations.
2: So weird. I could have swore it went away a long time ago.
1: Yeah. So, it actually ended its run at Disneyland. So, in California Adventure, it ran from March 2008 to January 2011. Then they came back in June of 2012 and ran through August of 2017. So, that's when it was done at... DCA, Mm -hmm. but then they brought it back to Disneyland on April. Yeah. uh, It replaced sensational from April 13th through November 4th of 2018. And that's where it was retired. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Long running parade. Yeah. I did love that parade, but you know, yeah, we'll see what happens next. We'll Mm -hmm. see. And finally in 2009, Disney officially launches D 23. It's their first official fan organization. Which were members? We have been for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, There's some cool little perks came with it. So uh, this was uh, launched with a premiere issue of Disney 23 magazine, and uh, the whole D23 thing is D23 thing is paying respects to 1923 which is the year of the walt disney company being founded so it's a quarterly magazine and they do photography insider information perspectives and um also some perks for their members so we got in on the disney plus promotion they were doing yeah as members so we got I think they did, what, three years for some super cheap price. It came down to, yeah. like, under 4 bucks. So, uh, definitely some perks to that club. I like it. I mean, it, it was free when we got it, but there's a paid membership as well, but something to look into. Yeah. So, yeah, that is This Week in Disneyland History. Yay! Yeah.
2: Next up, news.
1: This just in. Breaking news.
2: News, news, news.
1: Refurbishments. Uh, Disneyland, and we'll talk a little bit more about this one uh snow white scary adventures is down haunted mansion king arthur carousel uh sailing ship columbia though will be coming back up later this week mm-hmm. it's only down for a couple days mm-hmm. over at dca we're gonna talk about this one too because i think i might be right <laughs> red car trolley is down still has been for ages
2: yeah
1: is there talks of them coming back up we don't know <laughs> maybe listen We'll see what happens. Uh, And uh, Jesse's Critter Carousel is opening back up this week. So that's all for closures. So many hand sanitizers.
2: They're everywhere. Use them. Yes, They're there for a reason. (laughs) They're Um, not just decoration. (laughs) Use the dang hand sanitizers.
1: Yeah. So there's some weird stuff going on in the world. (laughs) Just a little little bit. A little weird virus going around. It's nothing to be taken lightly. So Disneyland has... uh, Installed some hand sanitizers around the park to kind of combat some germies floating around. They're in most areas where food is. Yeah. So use them, please.
2: Yes. Happily. Please.
1: Smile yes.
2: while you're rubbing your hands together. Yes. You can please. look like an evil genius. That's fine.
1: <laughs> I'm sanitizing. So going back to kind of what we were hinting at moments ago in the, in the refurbishments the bricks. Yes. <laughs> Gray bricks have replaced the old red brick path of the red car trolley, which marks the entrance to Marvel land. They did not. I repeat, did not remove the tracks. Was I right?
2: I mean, they were already in there laying down new flooring. If it wasn't coming back, they would have just removed the track, right?
1: I would think so. I don't know. I'd be excited if it stayed.
2: I don't know. But if you guys go to DCA, and you go over to Guardians, you'll see the new flooring that we're talking about. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, and that's it's pretty it you can you can see the very clear line of this is Hollywood land, this is Marvel land. <laughs> like the line has been drawn.
1: Literally. <laughs> Some scaffolding went up at Cozy Cones over the weekend, and as of this week, they were completely closed and being repainted. That shouldn't take long. It's just painting. Yeah. Have no fear.
2: They're trying to just make everything look pretty before summer gets here because there's going to be a lot of foot traffic through Yeah, Land. a lot. So don't be surprised if things close up and they start, like, just making minor improvements because there's not going to be any room for them to be doing that yeah. as summer approaches because that's going to be one of the major entryways into Avengers Campus.
1: Yes. And also, we hinted about this one just a minute ago, uh, Snow White has been repainted. It's so pretty. How does it look like?
2: It's got iridescent golds and purples and blues, and it matches the castle, kind of. Yeah,
1: it's really It pretty. looks a
2: lot happier.
1: <laughs> yeah, so speaking of, since they're going with a more happily ever after theme, theme on the yeah. outside, people are anticipating a name change.
2: Because the sign's gone.
1: Yeah. The scary adventures portion of the sign has been removed.
2: Yeah. So, part of the the coverings that they had around were pulled down. So, we were actually able to see, like, the new painting on the outside. Um, it just looks happy and friendly now. And they, they said, like, some of the more scary features are going to be replaced with a happy ending. So...
1: Good because I don't know if and they lived happily ever after describes the entire movie.
2: Well um, enough. that end scene in that ride was just you getting murdered by a boulder.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird ride. <laughs> like,
2: who lived happily ever after? Yeah, there's no and why. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it's very, it's a very strange ride. So I'm really, and you know, whatever, it's from it's forever ago. It needs an update. That's all <laughs>
2: forever.
1: Forever. Now, they did do a really cool renovation on Alice in Wonderland.
2: I hope a couple they years ago. Alice in Wonderland it.
1: I really do hope that's what they're doing. Yeah. They threw in some projections and it just looks so much cleaner. Um, I hope that's what they're doing with Snow White. It would be great because I want to love that ride because it's so, you know, it's the first movie that was released. Like it's a pretty iconic movie.
2: Yeah.
1: I just want the ride to be iconic. So hopefully it'll be it'll be better. I know. So we had a great little stay at the Marriott Anaheim. Uh, It's over at the convention center over Mm -hmm. the weekend. Um, So this is kind of a magic on Main Street. Hot tip. Hot tip. Hot tip. tip. (laughs) So if you're coming down to Anaheim from out of town. Or even if you live like, you know, close to town, we're an hour away. We we are a solid one hour and 30 minutes from our door to the front gates of Disneyland. Yeah. So it's not always fun driving back and forth in one day. So every once in a while, we'll shop around and see if we can find a good room. So this is kind of a tip. If you can wait until the last minute. And you don't have to worry about, you know,
2: if you can have poor planning skills. No, yeah, really. (laughs)
1: But really, I mean, if here's the thing, if you if you look for a hotel room in Anaheim at really any given point in time, you'll find a room for one hundred dollars. Like pretty standard. It's pretty easy to find a room for one hundred bucks.
2: Some of those hundred dollar rooms are going to be gross. It's not going to be the
1: nicest room, <laughs> but it's a bed and a shower. It'll be nasty. But how much, how much room do you really need, you know? Yeah. If you're just doing a one night, you know, really quick trip. We, we've done this so many times. Yeah. You're almost always going to find a room for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind waiting up until, you know, close to last minute, we got on hotels.com and we were looking for a room for Saturday. We knew we were going to be up in the in the area. So we're like, let's just stay. We found a room on Saturday afternoon, pretty like, early.
2: Like one one thirty.
1: Yeah. yeah. We found a room at the Marriott for $109, I think. $104. $104. That's a steal. Yeah. Those rooms are usually like 400 bucks. Yeah. So, if you're able to wait until, you know, last minute-ish, you're kind of gambling. It's a 50-50 shot. You're either going to yeah. get a really nice room for really cheap because they opened up. Or you'll just get the standard crappy room that you would have gotten in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, if you're willing to spend 100 bucks for a room, make it a little staycation. We did it, and it's a blast. There's your little hot tip. And they have a lot in that hotel. They oh, have man. a full Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, while we're talking about it, they had it. That was a nice hotel. I really liked it.
2: Yeah, all kinds of snacks in that Starbucks. And they had a, like, a
1: build-your-own-pizza place. They did. It was called in, Slice.
2: Yeah, inside the hotel.
1: I was just really stoked to see that full, full service Starbucks. Yeah, that was insane. It was bigger than some of the Starbucks we go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a really nice place. The room was really nice. Um,
2: they had a cute little like um, like a sunroom. So there's like a side of the Marriott that has like convention rooms And then you can open a door and walk through like it's like a sunroom that leads into the Starbucks and it's really cute in there and it's super bright and it just has a happy vibe. It was
1: gloomy that day. So there was no sun coming into the sunroom. It was Um, still
2: bright and pretty. in there. yeah, it
1: was pretty. It's a nice place. But yeah, we had a a good time. I liked the room. I liked the the amenities. Um, The bed was the comfiest. I kind of want to find out what that mattress was it because was I would replace ours with it. It's so great. Yeah. I liked it a lot. So, beaming review of the Marriott Anaheim at the Convention Center. Really good stuff. 5 stars. 5 stars and, you know, hot tip for you. Jump on hotels.com, you know, if you have 100 bucks to spend on a room. That was like 125 after all the taxes and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's our news for the week. Yeah. Up next, merch. On topic with today's hot topic, <laughs> Magic Happens has some cool stuff. They've got really cute pins. Yeah. Let's we'll see how fast they go.
2: Yeah, it I is. They're limited edition. Yeah, it was
1: only the first weekend of the event. Uh, but yeah, they had a, a purple sorcerer Mickey. Uh, Limited edition of five thousand,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: it's a pretty big LE. But I don't know, you know how people are with merch at Disneyland. Yeah, they buy them up and sell them on the eBays. Mm-hmm. But there's also an AP exclusive pin, which is the pink and blue Aurora with the three fairies, and that one is limited edition of four thousand. Yes. Yeah, the regular ones fifteen ninety nine. Uh, AP exclusive is seventeen ninety
2: nine. They're really cute. I kind of want to double check this weekend to see if they have any left.
1: Worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We saw some really cool food and wine festival merch.
2: Really, 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 really cute ears. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. They're purple and pink. Well, not purple and pink. It's like a purplish pink mm-hmm. and teal. And they've got a little chef's hat. And it's the cutest
1: thing. They're really cute. You so, uh, You tried them on. We'll, we'll put up a picture of those.
2: Yeah. We talked with um, one of our friends, Karin. Karin. On the street team. Um, <laughs> <it> sounds <laughs> the funny. The street
1: team. I love the it. The street team. We have a street team.
2: Um, her and I were talking about somehow incorporating a little Remy onto the the chef's hat.
1: Oh, that would be cute. It would
2: be so cute.
1: Do like a little silhouette.
2: Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do that themselves, but we're going to get the ears and we're going to do it ourselves.
1: Yeah. That's cute. Real, real cute. Yeah. They also had a really cute apron. Mm -hmm. A set of... It was an oven mitt and a towel set. Mm -hmm. And then uh, (gasps) we saw a pepper grinder. Yes, they were cute. They were like... They're wooden and they're etched with the Food and Wine Festival info. It was so cool. I loved it. Yeah. Do we need a pepper grinder? I think we do. Let's get one. Let's do it. Sweet.
2: They also had regular salt and pepper shakers too that were little trash cans. Yeah, (laughs) they were. They were cute. They're really cute.
1: And then... um, My
2: favorite spirit jersey of all time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I actually might get one, too. (gasps) Yay! I know. They're cute. Look at me. I'm
2: spirit jerseying. Remember, guys, back in the old days of the first few episodes when Sean was like, I don't really know about spirit jerseys. You actually just
1: got called out on that the other day. I did. Jonathan called you out. But I admit it. I know. It's not like I'm like... Defending my old stance. Uh, I never. Why? I would never say that. (laughs) No, I I mean, I get it. But I mean, they just, I didn't see anything that would look good on me, I I, I thought. They they all look good. A couple black ones. On everyone. No, that's not true. I tried on that gray Star Wars one, one. and it looked horrible on me. I looked like a tent. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. I was like, are they fumigating under there? (laughs) It was not fun. I didn't like it. Work. Anyway, back on topic. Uh, they also have a hat. Okay. Disneyland never has any hats that I can wear. No. Never. Them all. I hate them all. <laughs> Not the hats. Just He's I hate the, the way, way they look, look. look on me. Yeah. I don't like them. Um, But they have one now. It's a... <laughs> Typical me. It's a trucker hat with a mesh back, snap back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it says "Have a grape day" on it. It's, it's got so Poodle. cool. Yeah, so I might, I might be picking that one up this weekend. We forgot to this past weekend.
2: I know. We never went
1: back to DCA. I know. Because we were going to get the spirit jersey, the hat, the pepper shaker mm-hmm. or uh, pepper grinder, <laughs> and the ears and the ears. Sounds oh, delicious. and we'll talk about that in food. But there's a specialty item that's from a vendor. Oh my goodness gracious! Yes, that we'll talk about in a minute. Syrup.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's
1: so good. Um, but then they also had some plates and stuff.
2: That, um, they had like a like a dip bowl. Yeah. It was a, a Mickey. A Mickey yeah. So like you could put your chips in the big part and then some dips in the ears. Mm-hmm. I love it.
1: Yeah. It's cute. So our friend Jocelyn gave us this really cool idea. She's So she's marrying our friend Jonathan. Uh, they're having a wedding coming up this year. And um, so they're they're doing a lot of Disney stuff for their wedding, so it's really cool. We, cause duh, cause duh. So yeah, it's fully Disney themed. She found a monorail Pez dispenser at Star Trader. Yes. Um, and so it holds Pez dispensers, mm-hmm. not just Pez. It holds the dispensers. Uh, it holds eight dispensers, so they're going to use it for a pen holder.
2: Yeah,
1: it's going to be real cute. I thought that was such a she's cool crafty, idea. very crafty. They're doing buttons, and now they have this, and they've got, they've got all kinds of stuff. I'm, I'm stoked to see it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and it's only 15 bucks.
2: Yeah, super which, cheap, and yeah. it's really, really cute. It's super they have a cute. red one and a blue one.
1: Yeah, it's
2: about... What's, yay big. I know you can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but it's about yay big. Yeah, it's about yay big.
1: <laughs> Just look at something and go, oh, about yay big. Yeah. It's about the size of a pop box, a Funko Pop box. Like the long one. Oh, you're right. I guess it is a little bit bigger, right? Like the movie magic ones. Yeah. Or it's, it's, movie moments yeah so ones. it's not small by any means. No.
2: The ABC Disney letters collection added some new things. I had never seen the collection before ever. But then I saw some pictures of um, these new trinket boxes that they put out. And so I started researching it and it's really, really cute. So there's all kinds of different letters and each letter either has to do with like a character or an attraction or stuff like that. I don't know. It's really cute. They've Hmm. got mugs, they've got trinket boxes, they've got, um, I think an apron, a throw blanket. They've got all kinds of stuff, but like C is for Sleeping Beauty's castle okay m is for matterhorn bobsleds okay l is for lightning mcqueen oh fun yeah it's
1: got all kinds of cute stuff what's um what's k king arthur's carousel
2: you are gurgly
1: i know g is for gurgly
2: (laughs) g is for grizzly
1: river run all right for those of you that don't know tabitha has a little bit of a Issue. Condition. So, Tabitha is plagued with an underdeveloped esophagus. Thanks. She's got a small esophagus. Thank you,
2: I guess.
1: Esophageal problems. Yeah. She can't burp, is what it comes down to. So, she makes funny gurgly noises. So, if you ever listen really carefully, you'll hear that i hate my life it's good times it's really painful though sometimes so so it really stinks it's not fun
2: if you ever hear me burp and i don't say excuse me it's because i don't because she's really excited (laughs) i'm not excusing myself i'm stoked on what just happened for me (laughs) yeah or
1: i'm in too much shock to say excuse me yeah for real there's a new set of mini ears mini ears is a
2: unicorn unicorn mini headband ears
1: they're really cute
2: they have color changing sequins. So when you do the little f-
1: the, yeah. on the
2: sequence, they change colors and they've got, uh, it's like iridescent, like purpley colors and stuff all over. And they have, um, a tool veil on the back. It's very like reminiscent of, okay, little girls that were my age, we would get those really ugly crowns that were like bendable And they would have, like, streamers (laughs) off the back of them. (laughs) They look like little halos on our heads. Okay, yeah. And they'd have either, like, streamers or tool or something like that. That's what they remind me of. Okay.
1: Your horn can pierce the sky. (laughs) Yeah. Stupid. Uh,
2: But it's cute, and I kind of want them.
1: That's fun. Uh, More ink and paint. Items have been added to the collection. Yeah. So they have a, a watercoloring book. Yes. But not like a cheap one. No. It's like a really good quality book.
2: Yeah. It's got textured paper.
1: Yeah. So, so it holds the color.
2: No colors going to bleed through. That's You're gonna crazy. going to be perfectly fine.
1: Yeah. So good for them. Really fits the theme in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. That's awesome. And then here's a fun word. They have a new seersucker striped plush collection. They're cute. So for those of you that don't know what seersucker is, it's uh it's like the the railroad stripes. Yeah. yeah, railroad conductors. Yeah, exactly, in different colors. Uh but they've got Dumbo, Daisy, Donald, Mickey, and Minnie, and they're all 29.99. Super cute.
2: They've got a really like vintagey feel and I just I think they're really cute.
1: Not like uh, like 80s vintagey, like No. Like like, like 50s vintage. Tiny. timey. <laughs> Oh, you see? (laughs) Got some new suckers here. (laughs) Get your suckers, Hot, salty suckers, please. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, it's weird. A little bit. All right. That's all the merch we've got. Up next, Hidden Mickey with the Kid. It's
0: time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere. Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week.
2: Hello.
1: It's this week's installment of... Hidden Mickey's with the kid.
2: Aw, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Welcome, Kenzie. Hello. Hello. How's your day?
2: Good. How's yours?
1: Good. Just, you know, chilling, doing a podcast and stuff. What are you up to?
2: Nothing. Just uh, talking about uh, some Hidden Mickey's.
1: Nice. I dig oh. it. So this week, where will we find your Hidden Mickey? On Smuggler's Run. All right. Millennium yeah. Falcon, Smuggler's Run over oh, yeah. in Galaxy's Edge. So, where at on the attraction? Is it on the attraction or like in the queue or where is it at?
2: It's it's in the queue. So, when when you're right about to get in the cockpit, there is a screen.
1: Where Hondo gives you his, his message for your yeah. mission. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Um, and on the side of the screen, there are three dials in the shape of a hidden Mickey.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, for those that missed it. You go through all the entire queue of Smuggler's Run. You get all the way up to the end, right before you're about to go into the cockpit. Yes. And there's a screen on the wall. And that's where Hondo gives you his message. On the side of that screen, you're going to find a hidden Mickey. Yes. But we should note, though, there are multiple hallways to get to the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Some of the screens are on the right. Some of the screens are on the left. And some of them don't have a hidden Mickey. So... Just keep that in mind. If you're looking and you don't see one, you're not crazy. just might not be there. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kenzie. You're welcome. Anything else you'd like to add? No. Good times. That's this week's edition of Hidden Mickeys with a Kid. Thanks, Kenzie. Talk to you soon. Bye. Like, as soon as I'm done recording this. Bye. <laughs> Go to bed. Okay, bye. Go to bed. Up next. <sighs> So over the weekend, we arrived early at the theme park to rise and shine of the resistance. Ugh. and
2: it's so hard.
1: <laughs> it's so <laughs> difficult. But this is the reason that we got a hotel room. We knew we wanted to do it, so we got a hotel. Oh, so.
2: another little hot tip: we got late checkout with that hotel. We didn't have to check out till one p.m. And
1: I you so know, we got sometimes to take a nap. sometimes niceness <laughs> goes, just goes goes a so long far. way. I just asked politely, "What time is checkout?" Oh, 11? That's nice. Anything later than that? <laughs>
2: Any chance.
1: Oh. You just get your make your voice go higher and it sounds oh. really genuine. No, but I just asked what time it was. They said 11. I said, oh, any chance I can get you?" And they said one. I said, okay, I'll take you
2: it. You should have been like, how about two?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going. How about four o'clock? What do you got coming in? Uh, so, yeah, it was nice because we actually came back after uh, some festivities and napped for a yes. couple hours. Great. Went back Much to the Much needed. Um, but the point of this whole story, this segue uh, is we got up early, we went and uh, stood on Main Street. We we're gonna do the whole boarding group thing. Mm-hmm. Ran into one of our favorite people,
2: Mamers, every favorite two
1: people, Mamers, and, Mamers Kylie. and Kylie. Um, and they've been very, very supportive of the show. Um, Mamers is constantly sending me stuff that I love seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she gave us a little, uh, little snack tip
2: hand pies from, hand Jolly, pies Holiday.
1: from Jolly Holiday. She loves them. Yeah, these are the things they look like Pop Tarts.
2: Yeah, that's and, what she, said.
1: she but, said. they're like Pop Tarts. Yeah, but better, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she told us about this guava hand pie, and it's receiving rave reviews from her and other friends. Uh, it's cocoa-themed, so it's uh, got purple icing and orange chocolate shavings uh, to look like the marigold petals from cocoa. Mm-hmm. And it's got a Dia de los Muertos sugar skull. And those are only five forty nine. And they're decently sized. They are decently sized. She said she picks up a few and she eats them throughout the week. Yeah. Is that what she said?
2: I don't know if she said she does or she's going to.
1: Maybe she said, she said she was. She, was going she, to. she said
2: she was going by five. She said she's getting five.
1: <laughs> so it's a good idea. Grab a few. Uh, but yeah, those are a jolly holiday. Speaking of our morning food. Yes. Oh, we had breakfast that morning. We did, but not in the park. Down at Downtown Disney Resort. So property. on the resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ate at Tortilla Joe's. Oh my goodness gracious! So I've always liked Tortilla Joe's. Mm-hmm. Never would imagine eating there at breakfast though. Mm-mm. And they had a really good deal. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, it was really good. It was uh, so it was what seventeen ninety nine a person?
2: Seventeen even. I don't think it was ninety nine. Okay, I think it was
1: seventeen, 17 even. even. So seventeen bucks a person, and you get a a fruit platter mm-hmm. and for the whole table for the whole table. They but brought but us they'll two bring plates, you a couple, yeah. Um, and then you get your entree. And then a dessert. And the dessert is apple cinnamon chimichangas. There's some raisins in there, too. Yeah, which is fine. It I didn't bother me, and I don't like raisins. Uh, and, not or, and... Churros. 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 With some whipped cream. Yeah, you can never go wrong with churros. I had um, the chiliquiles. And I had the breakfast burrito.
2: But I added chicken to my chilaquiles, because they don't come with meat.
1: Right. Regularly. And I added beans to my burrito bomb <laughs> it was so good <laughs> i GTA really enjoyed it really good um i've always had really good food from there but yeah it was a good breakfast and everything was on point and the service is always fantastic there and yeah i was really stoked so oh and you can also add on bottomless mimosas for an hour uh for, for 12 bucks yeah so even if you do uh, the mimosas it's what no less than 30 bucks yeah so
2: pretty good deal Yes, and I would eat the chilaquiles again right now.
1: I'd eat the burrito again. I got the chorizo, and it was amazing.
2: I got chilaquiles, verde salsa, and I added chicken.
1: Yeah. I apologize for our accents, everybody. Fantastic. We're trying our best. How dare you? I know. So there's lots of uh, new treats for Magic Happens, in addition to that hand pie.
2: So many treats. There is an island pork toasted sandwich at Jolly Holiday a esquite hot dog at refreshment corner
1: yeah Coke corner. we still call it coke corner. It's coke corner um and what is that for those of you that don't know
2: so you know like elote
1: corn on the but cob. it's like
2: you know when people say elote in a cup yes that's actually esquite this so they just put that on top of the hot dog.
1: Well, I know. Tell them.
2: I'm, I'm explaining that to them, but I'm looking you in the eye.
1: But if you don't look at them in the eye, how do they know you're not hot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is that how I do it? Yes.
1: <laughs> what else?
2: Um, a Dulce de Leche Sundae at Gibson Girl. Uh-huh. Make it pink, make it blue cupcake at Jolly Holiday. Yeah. And a Sorcerer Mickey Layer Cake at Plaza Inn.
1: Yeah, and if you haven't figured it out yet, these might be characters from the parade. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the parade and food, um, the we talked about it a couple weeks ago, um, but if you're looking at the dining package for Magic Happens, which can be made 60 days in advance, don't get your heart set on getting anything on a Saturday or Sunday anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So find something that, you know, in the near future that, that has your dates open. Um, Now, if you're looking for something in particular, I will tell you this, we didn't have reservations because we weren't sure when we were going to go. So Mm -hmm. we didn't do reservations for the Magic Happens dining package at Plaza Inn. Um, But, you know, after we had kind of solidified some plans, we were able to get a dining package reservation that morning. Yeah um it didn't work out long story short we had four people we could only get reservations for two couldn't get the two at the same time so we just we abandoned ship on that plan but you're gonna find that not all is lost if it's not available when you try to book it in advance you know if you get all the way available that morning yeah so just keep checking the app the app is such a useful tool everybody
2: also keep in mind if you do the dining package, your viewing is for the second parade, not only the, first. the
1: second parade.
2: So even if you get like a one o'clock reservation for the dining package, you don't get viewing for the three thirty parade. You get
1: right. viewing for the six o'clock parade. Correct. And they run that package from twelve till three thirty. Hmm. Um. So yeah, don't don't give up hope if you don't get in early. Just keep trying through the app. It's. You know, again, you can book up to six days in advance so you don't have to be there. You know, keep doing it up until you know you're going to be able to go and just try your luck. See what happens. It's worth checking. Uh, Things open up all the time because you have to remember people cancel. So don't lose hope, people.
2: There has been a loss in the food world for the McCready
1: family. Tragedy has struck Tropical Hideaway. Sean is not okay. I'm very upset. Disney, listen. He's speaking very aggressively. (laughs) Listen, look at me. Look, listen, (laughs)
2: look at me.
1: You've hurt my feelings, Disneyland.
2: <laughs> you sounded like you were gonna cry.
1: I have been promoting. You really have. this magical treat since I started this show. I've so done nothing but speak highly of this item. You just took it away. <laughs> Didn't even ask me.
2: I'm just so glad you got
1: one this week. I did get one. So sad story. The beef bulgogi bow has perished.
2: It has been removed. It's
1: been removed from the menu. <laughs> the tropical hideaway Wait, menu. The
0: bow?
1: <gasps> okay. Daniel so... speaks.
2: <laughs> no,
0: the bow's gone.
1: It's gone. They replaced it, though. Did you hear that, Daniel's, Disneyland? Daniel, sad. Did you see what she did? Yeah, he spoke.
0: But <laughs> each time we got there, was, that was the first
1: thing. That was what we always got. Yep. So, no more beef bow. They, they replaced, replaced it. replaced it. Oh, whoop-de-doo. It's not the same.
2: You don't, you maybe but we'll you'll see love what happens.
1: We might love it. Uh, so they actually replaced it with the lokomoko bow, bao, which uh, loco moco, if you don't know, is a traditional Hawaiian dish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this bao is going to feature ham, ground beef, egg, mushroom gravy.
2: The reviews that I read, because it, it came out uh, March 2nd, so there are March 1st. I'm sorry. The reviews that I read of people who have already tried it. They love
1: it. Look, you don't have to convince me. I'm just I'm I'm just a man. To, I'm sorry. Who am I? You know? <laughs> <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> so bummed out. They know you are. But, but
2: there was something good was that was added. There was something
1: really good that was added and the it was sweet so lumpia. good. So the sweet lumpia is supposed to be banana, jackfruit and a caramel, a caramel drizzle. It's really just a banana's foster lumpia.
2: Yeah. It's You can't taste the jackfruit.
1: So good. It's so good
2: it doesn't new, replace my it's, but it's my bow. new favorite
1: dessert but it's good oh it's good you said that so at that okay. moment first you tried to take it away from me so I couldn't have okay. any but then yeah she said that's her new favorite Disneyland dessert so I hope they don't take it away from you like they've ripped my bow out of my cold hands <laughs> oh we also tried the
2: PB&J mochi
1: okay <laughs> Your let's face. talk about that thing not a I didn't fan. like it at all the One, mochi was way too. thick. It was thick. way too thick. I did. I don't. I can't say I've ever had mochi.
2: I have, but I've had mochi ice cream balls where it's like a really thin layer of mochi around a ball of ice cream, mm-hmm. which that's fine. This mochi was like half inch thick,
1: and then they wrapped it around peanut butter or fake peanut butter, whatever it was the like heck that was, gritty butter, yeah, gritty butter. So thick on thick, mm-hmm. it. If you took too big of a bite, you choked.
2: I had to fill my mouth with water <laughs> to be able to swallow it because my mind immediately went, "What is this texture? Get yeah. it out!"
1: It was like chewing on rubber. Yeah, it was like you were chewing with no end in sight. <laughs> I was no light fan. at the end of the tunnel. No, yeah, it was. It was scary. I fe- I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I um,
2: wanted to like it so
1: bad. You know what the 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 jelly on the outside though was really good. <laughs> raspberry jelly. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to have a bright side. I'm trying to keep this show positive. Sure. Um, but yeah, not not a huge fan <laughs> of that. Um, but they do have another sweet treat there for you.
2: Yes, a new um, Dole Whip float. There's a lemon raspberry Dole Whip float that has um, passion fruit, orange, and guava juice. And then there's some mango and strawberry pieces and syrup, a piece of candied kiwi, and like a coconut bit rim on the cup. Oh. It looks fantastic.
1: Not much of that sounds good to me, but you know me with my weird tropical thing. Mm -hmm. I'll still try it, though. Sean's not a big fan of tropical fruits. Yeah, I know, but I keep finding things that I like lately.
2: Remember when you liked the mango mousse?
1: I loved the mango mousse. I know. Which is not me.
2: Sean doesn't like mango. No. So, yeah. I'm excited to try that because it sounds like it's going to be fantastic.
1: Like I said, I'll still try it and we'll see what happens.
2: Everybody says that the lemon is very tart, but the raspberry helps kind of balance it out.
1: I do like raspberry and I do like strawberry. So, mm-hmm. maybe that'll be enough to make me like it. We'll try one this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another fun thing that we did over the weekend is we stopped in Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar mm-hmm. and had a lot of fun. Yes, we did. Um, here's a little bit of advice to start this off. If you want to go to Trader Sam's, be prepared to wait. Yes. And be prepared. To
2: duke it to out.
1: duke it out. <laughs> fight night.
2: Just kidding. You
1: don't got to do You that. don't have to fight. But there's a chance that you may get a couple harsh looks. You may get a lot. And scoffs. It's somebody who's waiting for a table. Especially if you swoop it before them. um, So, at a certain point, they put a doorman out at the door. Doorman. Doorman. You're just a doorman. Doorman. (laughs) Um, They'll put a doorman out at at the front, and uh, they'll have a line. But there's this weird gray area where it's open, and then... Almost time to have a doorman and nobody really monitors the tables. So you're just kind of left to fend for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have to stand behind people at the bar, which is really creepy. Sometimes you have to hover over people's tables. I'm not a big fan of that. I get really socially awkward and I feel like I shouldn't be there. So I'm glad that we were able to sit down in a timely manner because I was getting freaked out.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, But that being said, once we had a table, we ordered some drinks, we ordered some food, we watched the entertainment and it was a blast. Mm-hmm. It was a really good time. We went with Karn and Patrick, our executive producers,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, we had quite a few. Dr- well, this sounds terrible. Not really. We there were four of us. We had five yeah. drinks. That uh, we had. We had a few drinks. Um, we had. What did What did you have?
2: I had the piranha pool. What is that? It's a blended beverage. Okay. With. Vodka and blue curacao and some juices. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a bartender. How was it? It was great. Yeah. It was so good. The only problem was that they give you a paper straw and it's a blended drink. So once yeah. that straw's toast, so is your drink. Hot but tip. Hot tip. Bring
1: reusable straws. Bring reusable straws. Don't bring handfuls of plastic straws. Don't do that. Bring reusable straws.
2: We have reusable straws that come in a little carrying case from Amazon.
1: Yeah, you can either get like one, you know, like fun ones that fold up into a little case. You can get metal ones you just stick in your purse. Just get reusable straws. Don't be a part of the problem. It's not that big of a deal. And you never without a straw. The paper straw is not a good thing with drinks. Uh, And I don't really drink much anymore, so I didn't really think about it until that happened and i was like oh no i can't mm-hmm. i can't do that because they just disintegrate uh but yeah so she got the what'd you say you got the piranha pool the piranha pool right oh this is a fun thing for the piranha pool it comes with an option of a souvenir glass yeah and it's a piranha okay but there was something special
2: you can either get a gold or a green one no the gold, gold is a
1: limited edition
2: yeah you didn't let me finish i was doing the whole explanation okay There's gold and there's green. Gold is limited time only. And
1: I got it. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Um, And I got the shrunken zombie head, which, you know, like I said, not a big drinker these days. (laughs) Uh, So it was kind of like um, pure rubbing alcohol in my mouth. It was
2: strong. Yeah, it was
1: um, a couple different rums. It had 151 in it. That's why it was so Mm. burny. It has tropical juices um, cinnamon. This one also came in a custom mug. It was a, sh- a shrunken head. I liked it. Yeah, really cool. Um, we and brought the cool them both home with us. Which is a very cool thing that they do. So they'll serve the drink in the souvenir glass. But at the end of the night, they'll give you a fresh one. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have sticky grossness with you. And they put it in a box. Yeah. So they travel easy. You can put them into a locker if you don't want to carry them around. Mm-hmm. Um, another specialty drink that we got um, as a table. We got the... Oh 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 oh. oh, 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 oh. Uh, this is a drink that comes with a celebration or not really a celebration this is more of a show. Mm-hmm. Um something about the Tiki bar is their bartenders are very entertaining and certain drinks have a little show to it mm-hmm. um so oa is we've angered the god oa and you have to appease her by offering her cinnamon, cinnamon on, on the fire, fire. so <laughs> it's, it's actually a fire drink and when you throw cinnamon on a flame it sparks and it's really cool so very cool show there's lights effects and sound effects in the in the room and just a blast bartender spray you down with a water bottle <laughs> it's, it's really really fun but then on top of that they also got the Pago Pago Punch, which was also a rum drink and uh, creme de coco and pineapple and lime, and the tiki 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 rum, a lot of rum that night. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious! Um, and that was uh, rum, creme de coconut, and uh, pineapple, orange juice, and cinnamon and nutmeg. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. What's in the Oa? Too much. Bacardi Superior Rum, Myers Original Dark Rum, juices of orange, passion fruit, guava, pineapple, and grapefruit, falernum, cinnamon, and fresh lime juice. And they recommend this for two or more guests because it's big and it comes with a souvenir bowl. Mm-hmm. We have one from years ago.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, it's changed designs over the years, but yeah, it's still pretty cool stuff. Uh, but we also ate, and I was pretty, I was pretty stoked on their food. It was okay. You weren't a big fan. No, it's because you got the wrong meat.
2: Yeah, I got pork belly, and I don't really like pork belly. But she said it was good. And yeah, it was.
1: Mm. Sometimes you got to go against the grain. Not go. Not go with what the server tells you.
2: Yeah, but the pork gyoza was good.
1: The pork gyoza was great.
2: We ordered two, and she forgot about the second one. <laughs> we wanted more.
1: We did, but she forgot. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I just... I still want it right now. I know. It's okay. It's real bad.
2: Um, Um, Karin got the tofu poke bowl, which she said was great. Yeah. She just got it without the fish eggs and without the crab, because she doesn't do... Well, she's a little shellfish.
1: Yes. Um, How shellfish of her.
2: I know. And then Patrick got the Hawaiian cheeseburger.
1: And he said it was delicious.
2: I mean, he... So did his his actions.
1: His actions said that, too.
2: (laughs) But yeah, overall, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, it's a fun, fun
1: time. They have, um, like I said, they have a few different drinks that offer a fun little scene that you get to enjoy. And it makes the whole bar part of the show. Yeah. Uh, there's there's audio. There's visual. There's some little fun little special effects. Like, it's a really fun time. I really enjoy it. Me too. Yeah. So, we'll definitely be going back again. Um, but, last item on the food checklist. We met a very special young lady. Uh, By the name of Jamie, and she works for a company called Burton Maplewood Farms. Uh, This guy, his name is Tim Burton.
2: No relation. Coincidentally
1: enough, it's pretty funny. Uh, He has a farm in... Medora, Indiana. In Medora, Indiana... This town population less than 700 people, less than 700 people like this place is three square miles. It's nuts how small of a town this place is. She said
2: they don't have a single stoplight, a yield light, nothing. They have stop signs.
1: Yeah, so check out our Instagram because we're going to put up a full video. She was so sweet. So we saw this stand out at the Food and Wine Festival at Disney California Adventure. Right
2: in front of uh, the queue for the Little Mermaid. Right.
1: um, Right outside of that area. Um, So they're giving out free samples and we tried one. Uh, Somebody's just kind of standing out off to the side of the, the pathway with a tray of what looked to be... Whiskey, right?
2: Yeah, they're just very tiny little. Yeah,
1: very tiny, tiny uh, tasters of what looked like whiskey. But it turns out it was syrup, maple syrup. Um, But they have, I think it was four or five specialty syrups. All of their syrups are made in bourbon barrels. Right. So when we tried the sample, we sampled the, the. Kentucky bourbon. Kentucky bourbon. And it tasted literally. Like a better version of bourbon because it had the flavor of it, but it didn't burn.
2: Yeah, it was really good. Great.
1: And then what was the other one you tried? Peach brandy. Peach brandy. These things. These these flavors are amazing. And she said you can put them in, you know, adult beverages or on your breakfast. She puts
2: the peach brandy in her
1: peach cobbler. In her peach cobbler instead of sugar. So we were really lucky to happen upon her because when we went over to kind of get the spiel about what this stuff was, I had assumed these people were cast members. But they're not. They're vendors. Uh, so, you know, they're able to get a spot as a vendor at the Food and Wine Festival. Um, they get to showcase their what they call artisan craft syrups. Uh, but they're they're just so delicious. So we'll put up a video of Jamie. She, she, she starts, can explain it much better. Than yeah, she starts telling us the story. And, I, and I, I said to her, I was like, I can't imagine anybody else telling the story. Of, you know, of this stuff and, you know, thinking she was a cast member and she started telling me this whole history about where they came from and where she, where they live. And, and I was like, this is the best story. Please tell it to me. And she was willing to do a video. So, uh, we got it on video. It'll be on our Instagram. It'll be an IGTV cause it's a little bit long, but she explains the entire story of, uh, Burton Maplewood farms, artisan syrup. They're great. Good stuff. I can't so, wait
2: to go buy some.
1: Yeah. Check that out. And that does it for, uh. Food for now. we got a lot coming up in the next couple weeks, though. Yeah. So look forward to that. Not a lot going on in events, but Disney After Dark Pixar Night is coming up on March 5th. That's... Now. Now. If you haven't gotten your tickets, I think there's still some available. Um, And then there's also an AP event, uh, Experience Indiana Jones Adventure After Park Hours. That's going to be after the park closes... Uh, you can actually check in for this at Star Wars Launch Bay at 6.30 p.m. on March 4th and March 5th. And this is going to run until an hour after the park closes.
2: park closes at 10 p.m. those nights. So yeah. you'll be in the park until 11.
1: Be prepared.
2: Food and Wine Festival.
1: Yeah. If you, you walk in. It's happening. Yeah. You, <laughs> you don't even. You're not even in. The resort, yet you're pulling in on the tram and you can already smell all the yeah, great food that's fantastic. Cooking. It smells amazing, everything looks great. Uh, it's going on now through April 21st. We're going to do all of our reviews on the episode the week of it'll
2: be episode 14.
1: Yeah, it'll be episode 14. That'll be the week of uh, that'll be
2: St. Patrick's Day.
1: Yeah, that'll be the week of St. Patrick's Day. So, the 18th is when we're planning to have that launch. Uh, we're going to do the sip and saver pass. We're so excited. Um, lots to see, lots to do. Really excited about that. So, and we need to see what, uh, special classes we can get into. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. But that's it for news coming up shortly. We're going to be talking about the magic happens parade. We're going to give you a little bit of parade advice where to sit, what time, you know, all that general info. And then we're going to do a full breakdown. So for those of you don't want to hear about it, you can stop it at that point, but listen up now because we're going to have some advice for you on where you should be sitting and how to enjoy it the best way. So when we come back, magic happens. I think now is a good time to talk about our sponsor one more time before we get to the main event. Foolish Mortal Supply has a bunch of great t-shirts and art, and it's all centered around pop culture and one of our favorite attractions, the Haunted Mansion. Visit foolishmortalsupply.com or you can check out their Instagram, at foolishmortalsupply. If you head over to their website and check out with the code MagicOnMain, they're going to give you 15% off. That's foolishmortalsupply.com. All right, and we're back with a new giveaway. Yay! Yeah. Hey, Kenzie's with us. Hey, Kenzie. Hi. So we're going to tell all the folks around uh, the Magic on Main Street podcast water cooler what our new giveaway is. And just in time for St. Patrick's Day, uh, if you remember just a few weeks ago, I did a reading of The Little Man of Disneyland Little Golden Book, and it was such a fun time and people really enjoyed it. Uh, so I decided we were going to throw that in for a March giveaway. But also, we made friends with a Disneyland artist named Jody, and um, she was drawing the little man of Disneyland, Patrick Bagora, at Disneyana. So what we decided to do is we're going to go pick up a custom park icon sketch of Patrick Bagora in front of his little home tree in front of uh, Indiana Jones. And we're going to give you the little man of Disneyland in a cute little St. Patrick's Day bundle. Yay! We'll also give you some stickers and some buttons because we have them and they're cool and they're fun. So this contest is really easy to enter. All you have to do, this is all you have to do, post an Instagram picture. This can be a picture of Disneyland, Disney California Adventure, a selfie of you at one of the parks, something Disney related, a screenshot of you listening to our podcast. That would be really cool. Anything really You know, make it Disneyland theme. That'd be pretty awesome. All you have to do is post that picture, tag us in it, magic on main pod, and use the hashtag mom's pod giveaway. M O M S P O D giveaway. It's that easy. Yeah. All right. So everybody go and enter now. You've got a week. We're going to be announcing next week. One whole week. One whole week. So make sure you enter. Really easy to do. And you're getting some really cool stuff. Again, Little Man of Disneyland, Little Golden Book. A park icon custom sketch from Disneyana of Patrick Bagora. It's going to be fun. So good luck. So something happened. Magic happened. Magic happened. It was so amazing. Magical. Uh, So we had a chance to see Magic Happens at Disneyland over the weekend. And I have to just say, my favorite parade was up until this weekend, Paint the Night. Nothing could top it because the great choreography and all the opticals, great stuff. Magic Happens is so beautiful from all aspects that this is now my favorite parade. And it's a daytime parade. So you can see a couple versions of it every day. That's just so amazing. So, we're going to talk a little bit about some tips on how to enjoy it the best. And then after that, we're going to talk about a full breakdown of the event. So much fun. Uh, So, first, let's talk about location. Location is everything when when it comes to Disneyland parades because there's a lot of things to think about. Yeah. Viewpoints, sound, crowds access points, blah, blah, blah. So here's some advice on how to get around the best when it comes to the new parade. When you're picking your location, you can eyeball it, see where there's a spot available, which is fine. There are some points around the park that are better viewing areas. Uh, One of those uh, is close to Small World, just right outside their queue. There's a good area right there uh, on the side of Alice in Wonderland, kind of where the uh, cast member sits at the front of the queue. Uh, There, there's a good spot there near the Disneyland hub, which is the circle area with the partner statue. If you're looking at the statue to the right of that statue is going to be a really good spot to sit for the parade. Also over near the Disneyland fire station, right in front, they rope off all of these areas so you can sit there. Um, Really good vantage points. Uh, but one thing that they've done is they've added it to the app so if you ever if you don't remember this if you don't want to go back and listen to it again that's fine just look on the Disneyland app look up the parade and then sh- uh, click the button that says view on map it's gonna have all those cool areas that you should be sitting in if you choose to sit somewhere else we don't always sit in the most prime viewing areas when mm-hmm. we go to parades because um, it doesn't mean it's the best spot to see it it just means that's the place where you're gonna get the best opportunity to sit so mm-hmm. it's it's just more more. Uh, more sitting space. Um, but something to keep in mind is, um, speakers. Yeah. A lot of people don't think about this. And I found this years ago when I was sitting right between two sets of speakers mm-hmm. <laughs> You get the full blown, uh, sound from what's coming and full blown sound from what's leaving. And so sometimes there's a weird crossover and it doesn't sound right. Or you miss it's part of the nightmare. show. It's an, I hate it. It drives me nuts because I really want to enjoy it. You know, with all of my, well, not all of my senses. I'm not going to lick a parade float, but Ew. you know what I mean. Um, so, when you're looking for a spot, if you see something that, oh, this is the perfect spot. There's nobody here. I can sit with my five family members down right here. Look up. If you see speakers, you're in good shape. If you can't really see a speaker and you have to really look for it, you're in the middle of a dead zone. Yeah. So, move. Uh, it's not going to be the worst experience ever. I mean, they, they do a really good job with their sound.
2: Yeah, they try to transition it. Evenly.
1: Yeah. It's just sometimes you're going to, you're going to either miss something or something will be given away because <laughs> you've heard the music before it's happening. You know, it's just, it's not optimal. Mm-hmm. But if you get to 10 minutes before the show and you see a spot on the, on Main Street or somewhere where there's nobody, nobody sitting mm-hmm. and you can Sit. see your family there, go there. <laughs> That's the best place you can be because you're not going to get anything better. Um, but if you can take into account the sound, look up for a speaker. If you see one, you're in good shape. Another thing to keep in mind is, When you can start picking your spot. Mm -hmm. So cast members and the Disneyland rules kind of say that two hours before the show is the earliest you can start lining up. Yeah. That's when you'll start seeing um, like blankets going down because people will start reserving their spots. So if you're very concerned about space, which I can tell you, we've never really ran into a problem and we don't plan for these very often. Mm -mm. Um, You can usually find a spot pretty last minute. But if it's something you're worried about, bring a blanket or buy one in one of the gift shops. They've got a lot, of really, a lot of really cute ones. The only way that you're going to be able to ensure a spot on Main Street or, you know, around the park on the along the parade route is if you have something to mark your territory.
2: And stay with it because and if it's left it. unattended, they will fold it up and move it. Yes. You don't so, just
1: get to lay stuff out like it's the Rose Parade. Right. So pick a <laughs> designated spot sitter, a squatter, if you will, um, you know. Have somebody stay behind, make sure that your stuff stays intact. And then, you you know, you don't run the risk of having anything taken without your permission or anything like that. Uh, but you're really ensuring that you have that spot to view the parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, have snacks or bring food or have somebody go bring you food because you're probably going to be there for a while if you're going to sit there that long. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to plan on putting out a blanket, you need to be there a couple hours in advance. Also, pay attention because cast members will... Always be available to answer your questions. Uh, If you think you're not supposed to sit somewhere, don't sit there. Just ask. And also keep in mind there are certain areas that are sitting only and there are certain areas that are standing only. So just, when in doubt, listen to a cast member. They always know what they're doing. And speaking of etiquette when it comes to parades, please, for all of those around you, everybody paid as much money as you did, (laughs) don't put your kids on your shoulders. You can hold them during the parade, but... If you do have them on your shoulders, make sure you're standing at the far back of your standing area because it's very rude to have a a big blockage in your way. Not everybody is six feet tall. So (laughs) just be polite and be patient. Patience is key when it comes to parades because you're going to be there for a long time. Chances are you're going to have somebody touching you, possibly touching your stuff. They're not doing it on purpose. Nobody's out to get you.
2: I made a friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you made a very close friend.
2: My little friend.
1: Yeah, we had uh there was a couple next to us and they had two young children, two ch- two toddlers. And uh one of them She was basically sitting on my shoulder. Yeah, I mean, kids, she was so cute. Kids don't have space issues. They don't know what personal space is. No. They don't need to. Carefree and young, it's great. She really wanted my pretzel, too. Yeah, she was sitting on your back.
2: If it wasn't it was cute. weird to be like, hey, strange child, I don't know. Would you like a bite of my pretzel? I probably would have. Yes. But I'm also not gonna offer a strange child
1: my no. food. But they were really me. nice people and they understood that we were all there for the same reason. So mm-hmm. we just we actually made a game plan. Yeah. I asked the guy, he said, Hey, where are you gonna be? And he told me I'll be right there. I said, good, I'll be right there. So it was, you know, there was no awkwardness when it came time for the parade. Yeah um i was you know trying to we were being respectful of each other's space when it came to like whose cameras were up because i was trying to get some some video and you know just be polite everybody's there for the same reason just be respectful and have a good time you can have a good time and be polite at the same time yeah promise Mm -hmm. um one of the funniest quotes that ever came out of anybody's mouth happened that day that the the guy in the couple Mm (laughs) he's he said the the phrase hot dog flavored bananas ew yeah yeah they had a Tupperware full of snacks for their kids, and it just happened to be those two things. <laughs> Made me want to vomit, but Gross. it It's funny. But yeah, so follow those quick, easy tips for parades. Uh, pick your location. Know your times two hours before each uh, parade start. So that's going to be 1.30 p.m. for the early show that starts at 3.30, and 4 p.m. for the show that starts at 6 that evening. Mm-hmm. Um, also, make sure you have food. Bring a blanket if you're really concerned about space. Designate a stander because somebody's going to have to stay there the whole time. And just practice some very simple etiquette. Keep your kids on the in your arms or on the ground. Don't stand in a sitting zone. Be polite and listen to the cast members. Easy stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the point of no return. If you guys don't want to know about this parade, now's the time to skip forward to the end. Because... We're going to be giving away some spoilers here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we're trying to bring you news in a respectful way. We don't want to ruin anybody's day. So, uh, last chance, last call. Warning! If you don't want Warning. to
2: know about Magic Happens. Turn us off. Warning! Skip
1: ahead. Warning. Warning! Here we go. Here we go. This is the full breakdown of the new Magic Happens daytime parade at Disneyland. This parade is. <laughs> Probably about, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. So it's not a very long parade. No, it's But true. the content is just stunning and stellar. Um, This is the first daytime parade they've had in about a, a decade. So it's really exciting just like to have one. one. Yeah. It's so fun to be able to experience something new at Disneyland. So we've had like Rise of the Resistance and Galaxy's Edge and stuff. But to be able to experience a brand new parade, I mean, this was one of the most emotional days I've had at Disneyland.
2: I cried through the entire parade.
1: Yeah, I thought I was emotional on Rise of the Resistance. No, this one got me. Like I yeah. was, I was like on the verge of tears the entire show. Uh, so something that they did really well to begin with. So the whole concept behind this parade is they're celebrating the awe-inspiring moments of magic that are at the heart of all these Disney stories that they're telling. So Magic Happens has nine newly designed floats which highlight magic from classic Walt Disney Animation Studios. And these new floats were created as pieces of moving art with their lines and aesthetic design, working to tell a story along the parade route while also evoking a sense of magic. And that was their goal. And boy, did they hit it. Yeah. Um, One cool thing that, you know, Disney does really well at dance. I've always found that they've done a great job at having, you know, good modern you know, dance of the times and really good dancers doing the dances for them in these parades. Um, But they've never done such a good job of music. Yeah. Like the dancers were on point in this show, like 100%. There was one that blew my mind right from the get go, but without the music and the soundtrack that they put together, this show wouldn't be what it is. So it's, it puts a contemporary spin on classic Disney hits um, and it features what they're calling an energetic musical score and new songs co-composed by singer-songwriter Tadrick Hall.
2: He did so good.
1: He did and he knocked he this out of the so park. Good. Yeah, he did such an amazing job. It's funny cuz you'll hear like classic sounding songs where it's like the typical like make a wish kind of song that Disney mm-hmm. does while it has like a trap hey hey you yeah. know like what is going on. So they did a really good job of like kind of fusing different styles of song together yeah. while uh you know having these amazing dancers out there putting on a show but another really cool thing about it is their wardrobe. Yeah. Um so there's a ton of performers within they have two dozen Disney and Pixar characters Mm -hmm. Um, but the costume design was drawing inspiration from modern runways which you totally see that yeah like you look at this and you go fashion week yeah the dancers
2: at the at the very beginning of the parade that's 100% yeah so it's
1: it's like a mix between fashion week and Disney I mean that's that's really what these costumes say to me Uh, very uniquely Disney Mm -hmm. so this is the meat of it we'll do a walkthrough of this this crazy cool parade so the show starts off a little bit differently than any other show I've seen besides like Halloween. So as soon as the first act comes out in this parade, it's like they're putting on a mini show. Mm-hmm. Like you you know, you if you didn't know there was a parade coming out of that gate, you'd think that was this was a show they were putting on, like almost like a mini stage show. So these dancers come out, there's a really inspiring song coming on. And the choreography that's put to this music with these it's when I first saw them, think of like, if you can get in your head, like Panem from Hunger Games.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It was
1: costumes a lot like that. Um, Very colorful and bright and funky. Um, Effie Trinket walking down. Effie Trinket. Exactly. Uh, But shortly after that dance troupe comes out and does this amazing routine, Mickey Mouse comes out on a giant wizard's hat. So you see the classic Sorcerer Mickey. Doing a dance on this amazing, beautiful float.
2: And I love all of the iridescent colors. Yeah, like iridescent. On all the costumes and the floats. Yeah. Everything just
1: looks so pretty. Lots of pinks and teals and purples. purples. Really big fan of the color palette on this one. Uh, but immediately after that float, you see our classic friends. You've got the Fab Five in order. And then also uh, Chip and Dale and uh, Pluto. Mm-hmm. Uh, And they all have their own choreography and, uh, you know, their their own unique takes on that. So Goofy's a little bit goofier while he's doing his dance and Chip and Dale are having a blast in everybody's faces. And uh, it's just, it's a really fun time. And, you know, I always get a kick out of Donald. Mm -hmm. He's just this cocky little guy who struts around and Mm -hmm. looks cool. Yeah, uh, but the float immediately after that, um, and and most of these are led by a troop of dancers. Uh, kind of, uh, they look like um, like tafiti. taffiti esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got really beautiful uh, green dresses on. They look very tafiti like, and uh, they have you know you know traditional Poly- Polynesian dances. You know, as to be expected, the float following is Moana, and she's on a boat. And you know, she has the sea behind her, and it's just so
2: oh, and the the gorgeous. the dancers' headpieces have the heart of Tefiti. That's right.
1: right, that's right. Yeah, so you know, very very Moana. I think the coolest part of this whole float is you know, one Moana looks beautiful, and I love mm-hmm. seeing her like her face.
2: Yeah, um,
1: she she's just they picked the, they picked the perfect person to do this, and I, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the others that they use because you know there's multiple. Yeah, um, but the boats on us on a wave, and there's.
2: The screens. There's screens are so that are cool. showing the
1: ocean and oh man, it's it's beautiful. It's like a giant TV screen behind her showing the ocean. It's just so gorgeous. And then following that, I thought this was really neat. Uh, they've got Polynesian male dancers now mm-hmm. um, and they're dressed in kind of, you know, grass skirts and they're all carrying the little Kakamora. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, they all have, uh, you know, the little Kakamora uh, coconut. Evil little guys in their hands mm-hmm. as puppets. And, you know, they're shaking them in people's faces and they have their little dance. And there's one with like a bunch of them on a, like a mobile. and Their uh, dance is the,
2: very like Haka-esque.
1: Very. Yeah. So, very Polynesian, very Asian Pacific Islander. Um, there's a little float with... Um, hey, hey. With Hey, hey on it. Just so He's just in a little so basket. So random. Just going I mean, around. So cute. Um, and then they even have like a live drummer. Mm-hmm. If I had to nitpick something, I wish his drums were more, were louder. More louder. You couldn't really hear him over the music. Yeah. Uh, I know him that, and that's by design. It's just, it would be neat to have that be a part of the show. Kind of like Mickey when he was literally drumming during Sensational.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, But after that drummer, this is like, I love the Moana float. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, differently, I like this next one. It's actually Maui, Mm -hmm. and they've got a humongous Maui character. He's just getting down on top of a rock with
2: With Pua. uh, With
1: Pua, and it's just a beautiful island scene. He's got his hook
2: behind him, he's got his hook
1: behind him. It's just such a beautiful float, and the costume they have for Maui is on point.
2: It's just a big guy.
1: It reminds me kind of of, um, Baymax, yeah, yeah, kind of that you know, big or or the air suit.
2: because just because of the way his arms are, the way they have the Sully ones, the Sully one, yeah. It's just yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, he kind
2: of looks like Frankenstein, yeah.
1: But really cool float, really cool character. So I'm I'm so glad to see uh, Moana make a big presence in this parade because it's such a fantastic story. But gosh, it's they, so they, underrated. They a good job. It is underrated, and it's a great. She's story. not
2: in enough, and I love her so much.
1: Well, she is now. Yes. I mean. Seeing her as a face character in Disneyland was really,
2: it was her. a happy thing. And then they have like a small break between.
1: Yeah, so you can tell where the uh, the pedestrian breaks are. Yeah. Because they've got to stop the show for people crossing. So, you definitely see it in this one. And they're a little bit longer than in some sections than others. But it's not, you know, it's a parade. You expect it. Uh, but after the break, you'll have some female Latin dancers Mm -hmm. uh, kind of in a... What is that costume?
2: So, at first, there's like a skirt on, but then the skirt comes off and the way they're holding it almost looks like a a bullfighter. Like a matador. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they've got these capes now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, their skirts turn into a cape and they've got the... Very bright, festive colors. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of oranges and blues.
2: And then the marigold headpiece.
1: Yeah, and the marigold headpiece. Um, and the marigolds are what they use to welcome the dead uh, to the world of the living.
2: Mm-hmm. And then the flow. And
1: then comes Miguel. Ah, Miguelito.
2: He's in his um, Ernesto de la Cruz outfit.
1: Yes, and let me just say... I'm so proud of Disney because they've had some really big misses lately on character costumes Yeah. when it comes to the big heads. Mm-hmm. Uh One in particular is Bo Peep. Yeah. Very creepy because it has, you know, like a normal body with just like a plastic head. Yeah. Well, they did this with Miguel, mm-hmm. but they nailed it.
2: Yeah. It looks so great.
1: It's so good. So, it's, a, you know, it's just a, a guy in, a, in a, a suit, basically, with a big Miguel head. But it was so good. The guitar is a little bit oversized, so it makes it look more cartoonish. Um, so, it, it really plays well. It reads well to the human eye, mm-hmm. unlike some have in the recent past. One, also, the guy, <laughs> remember, they did Jessica Rabbit? Oh, yeah. I didn't like oh, that. Oh, cringeworthy. Um, but... Behind Miguel is a huge, beautiful bridge of marigolds. Mm -hmm. Atop the bridge is uh, Mama Coco's mother and father.
2: Imelda, Imelda and,
1: and Hector, Hector. Uh, and they're Hector. singing. They're singing along with Miguel. It's so cute. They're on a stage that has a, a sugar skull above them. It's, it's super mm-hmm. cute. And you know, They've got the curtains in the background. It's really cute.
2: And they've got Dante frolicking up the the path of marigolds. Yes, and he goes from Dante to his Alebrije. Yeah, um, version. It, with his little wings yeah they're just so jumping up the cute. jumping up the
1: bridge so it's cool to see that transformation really neat really mm-hmm. cute and then if you pay attention focus on the back of that float it's actually a
2: it's the little um, town it's like yeah. the, the it kind of looks like the Santa cecilia town but like the with like the bright colors yes, that they have. Very bright that they colors. they show in like Land of the Dead, basically. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then that kind of transitions into, so this is, I mean, it's really telling a story. So yeah. it goes from the world of the living across the bridge into the world of the dead. Mm-hmm. And there's the alebrije and all of the dancers are actually alebrije, which are, you know, spirit animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big main feature of that is. Big,
2: huge puppet. Yeah. It's enormous. It's
1: humongous.
2: It's the the pepite alibrije.
1: Yeah, the little cat.
2: When it's an alibrije. It's huge. It's not it's the 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 tiger eagle horned kitty cat.
1: Yeah, and it's got huge wings, which
2: growl.
1: Which they you know, it's its dancers kind of like a dragon dance group yeah. where you know different people function different pieces of the body uh, and there's guys that you know function the the wings and he does this big flourish and a growl so keep your eye on him because he's really cool he, he's very interesting in this show but i love the way they tell the story it goes from miguel singing all the way across the bridge into the land of the dead and so crazy what a great little story it. little mini stories
2: Mm-hmm. And then shortly after they pass, there's Gale dancers.
1: Gale dancers. It's you and even, wind. you I didn't even. I didn't even catch notice. it. I didn't until you. I saw it when we watched it. Well, we didn't watch it the second time, but we were passing. When we by. were passing, you you told me that. I'm like, wait a minute. They are. It's Gale. Yeah. So it's Gale. I mean, know, Gale is blowing the blowing in blowing in the wind. In is the wind. Gale <laughs> is the wind. Uh, so, yeah, so you'll see like uh, these costumes. It's, you know, it's the wind and f- and, and, and the leaves, leaves, the red leaves. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so, obviously, Gail introduces Anna and Elsa and Olaf.
2: And the huge, enormous water knock. That thing is gigantic. It's insane. How I mean, this thing's
1: like a story tall and it's pure ice beautiful beautiful art yeah that water knock is gorgeous and it's got kind of a fall scene you know so like yeah. like the 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 forest mm-hmm. um and then it goes to kind of an ice castle with Elsa on top Anna's down below dancing and uh they're just so beautiful the costumes are great and there's
2: snow flying There's off.
1: snow flying everywhere and when you think you've seen enough the back the back of the float has spin on it and he is so dopey looking and so cute. He's so happy. Um, and then it's so cool. This was something that you pointed out to me. Uh, so, Christoph is following behind with a wagon. He's mm-hmm. pulling a wagon behind him. And he interacts with the crowd because he's on foot. And he actually will stop and secretly show people in the audience that he's got a special treat for Anna. It's so cute. Yeah, it's so cute. Um, so, I was really glad that I got to see that little treat because I'm sure... He doesn't do it every five steps. So, you know, it's yeah. going to take you're not not everybody's going to see that little special exchange. So I'm glad that we got to experience that. Me, too. And for those of you that are wondering, yes, we do have a video. And yes, we will, we, we will be putting this up. We're going to throw this on our YouTube this week. Um, so please go watch it. If you're if you're up for the spoilers, if you don't need to see it in person the first time, please go watch it. Um Really fun time. Mm-hmm. And even if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, oh, I haven't seen it yet and I'm, this might be ruined. Words cannot describe no. exactly what you're going to see and feel in this parade. So mm-hmm. don't worry. Plenty of feels to be had.
2: Mm-mm. After Kristoff makes his exit is when we see a bunch of classic mm-hmm. Disney
1: characters. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, so there's uh, there's sheeny
2: the, the Blue Fairy. Tinkerbell. Pinocchio. Fairy godmother. The fairy
1: godmother's there, and oh, she's fairy. so pretty. And you you said uh, the blue fairy. Yeah,
2: you never her, see the blue fairy. No,
1: you never see her, and her costume is so beautiful. It's really, really pretty. She was a very beautiful girl. Um, Aladdin's there. Peter Pan is there, uh, and they've got a cute little choreographed dance.
2: And then yeah, so fairy they, godmother turns around and does some magic for Cinderella, who's yes, on the float
1: behind Yes, she does. Them. And it's so cool because she kind of introduces this beautiful float of a giant pumpkin, a uh, very artsy pumpkin, and so beautiful, um, kind of like an ironwork, mm-hmm. I guess. She's so beautiful and so just majestic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very small float, but very impactful in, in in what you see. It's yeah, the design is gorgeous. It's beautiful. I mean, you're really watching art drive by when when you see these floats. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And the next part is actually my favorite part Sean's of the show.
2: favorite part because you
1: never see these characters. Disney doesn't really bring these guys out very often, um, and I'm so glad we got to see this because it is in a great platform. So magic happens. They're you know talking about magical moments in these Disney movies. So the next float is actually Sword in the Stone, and you've got a very erratic Merlin on the front of the float. You know waving his wand and dancing around and acting like a crazy person because he is one and then in the back on top of a pedestal right in front of the anvil Wart or Arthur pulls the sword from the stone and right there so in front happy. of him and he's so happy and so proud and it's so cool and Uh, it's kind of like in the movie where he's like, I don't know if I should have this in my Mm -hmm. hand. So he actually puts the sword back in the stone and, you know, rediscovers it a little bit later in the show, but it's so neat. And I'm so, I was so excited because again, you just don't see those characters out anymore, you know? And it's, it's so refreshing to see some of the classics, especially when it's one of your favorite movies of all time.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: so really fun, magical moment. And I was so excited. We got to see that.
2: And then there's some, some two guys. Doing some little dancey dances with the yeah, flags. they break
1: up the uh, the each little the floats with little flag bearers. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool, and they dance as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And then the next one, Kenzie kept. Look, 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 look.
1: <laughs> yeah. She was really excited. She's been on a Tiana kick lately mm-hmm. and I'm so stoked for her because she got to see one of her favorite movies in a float and that's Tiana and Naveen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're kind of on a bayou scene and mm-hmm. the there's these this it's kind of it's very reminiscent of like the rose parade mm-hmm. where it's, it looks like flowers are decorating everything. And so there's like a swirl of flowers around them.
2: Yeah, it's and, like the the magic that's turning them human yeah,
1: again. Yeah. It was so cool the way they put that together and you know they're they're dancing to the great music that's going on and you know there's just all smiles and so happy and they 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 picked just the perfect people for these roles. Yeah. i'm so excited
2: so as soon as that float passes you've got i one love one more i love their the the dancers outfits for these so they've got like the the prince sort of outfit on it, like, it
1: looks like it would be like the prince's guard. Yeah, because they're like military uniforms.
2: Yeah, but then they've got like females. a little a little cape that they're holding. Yeah, that's the pink and blue because Aurora's
1: coming. Yeah, it's and it's an all female dance troupe, and mm-hmm. they have again just amazing choreography. And you know what's really cool. You know, sometimes even if the parade's really good, when there's a show that runs a long time at Disneyland, sometimes it looks like they're going through the motions. Yeah. It doesn't just, happen often, but sometimes you get that sweat. These cast members, these dancers, these performers look like they are having the time of their life. Yeah. They're just all like, whoa. They're so excited whoa, to be doing something yeah. new and fresh. <laughs> and the choreography is so hip and new. You mm-hmm. know, like it's a very fresh choreography. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've danced. And so, you know, seeing... Them bring in some really cool hip hop and modern dance, and you know something that's a little bit more, you know, our generation Mm -hmm. and not so old. It's very cool to see, even when they put them with the classic Disney characters like Sleeping Beauty, Aurora. You know, these cool dancers introduce this really cool float where the three fairies are spinning on these pedestals and Mm -hmm. casting spells. And I don't know how they don't get dizzy. You know, you know, one thing that I really that I noticed about this. Float in particular, hmm. and I noticed it a little bit before when I saw like um, the Fairy Godmother. Mm-hmm. You know, they cast an older person in that role, mm-hmm. which was awesome because it's you know should be. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of the casting that they did for this float mm-hmm. because you see and you know a couple older ladies, one person who isn't you know a twig. You know, she's a a full figured girl and she she looks so good in that role because that's what that role is. And I was so very proud of Disney, especially on this float, because they chose people to play the roles of the three fairies that fit that either age type or body type. Yeah. It wasn't a bunch of, you know, very tiny little young people. Playing a role of, you know, someone that's not that. Mm -hmm. So I was very proud of the casting on that one because it was so neat to see, like, these characters look real. And when you look immediately following, you've got Aurora and Prince Philip. And Aurora is so beautiful. And she's standing there in this pink and blue dress. Mm Mm-hmm. The way they made this dress is so It looks smart. like it's transitioning back and forth. Yes. It's quickly. pink and blue. So, uh, kind of iridescent. I don't know what kind of fabric they use, but it's amazing. It looks like you're watching magic it. happen right in front of your eyes. But also, again, with the casting, the Prince Philip character on here, mm-hmm. not like the typical, like, stud. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's not unattractive by any means, but not like your typical, you know, strong jawline prince. Like he was very real looking, Mm -hmm. which I was so excited to see that. Cause he's, you know, just, they weren't, it looks like they're breaking free from a lot of molds and stereotypes. You know what I mean? Um, with these face characters, cause you know, there's, there might be a mold, but they weren't really filling the right one all the time. So it was neat to see the way they cast it, but going back to her dress, I can't get over that dress.
2: Yeah, the dress is my favorite part of that that float.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite parts of the entire show. I mean, it was it was so smart the way they they made that dress. But yeah, this is the last float in the parade, mm-hmm. um, and it's followed by your typical banner carriers at the end of the parade, who are also having a f- just a fun time with their choreography. And it's over too soon.
2: Yeah, I wish it was longer.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain. I I got. Definitely got my money's worth on this show. Yeah. They, they knocked it out of the park. Everything about it was fantastic. There was really no, not a lot of room for judgment or hate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I really just enjoyed every bit of it.
2: I did too. Moana was my favorite part.
1: My favorite was was obviously the sword and the stone piece, mm-hmm. but man, that dress on Aurora, you, I can't wait for if you haven't seen it yet, I can't wait for you to see it. I know. It's I'm so beautiful. Excited. I
2: can't wait to see it again this weekend.
1: Yeah, we're going to just make it a part of our Disney days now. Mm-hmm. You know, we we stopped planning around parades and fireworks a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad to get it back into our rotation because this is a parade that I could watch over and over and over. It's so good. And the song is so catchy. So for those of you that want to see it, um, if this wasn't enough of a description for you or if you just want to watch it all over again, please head over to our YouTube um, we'll put in a link uh so you can get that in our show notes and we'll also throw it up on igtv so you can watch it on Instagram yeah I can't say enough about the show it's amazing and it's so magical and the title really captured it magic yeah. happens it you was watch great. you're watching magic happen I loved it yeah big fan big fan big fan mm-hmm. so enjoy magic happens that brings us to the quote of the week
0: it's time for a quote of the week putting words together that lasts forever. It's
1: quote of the week. Okay, so this is not going to be a soapbox. However, I will say that this came to mind recently. We were talking about work, as we do, because we're adults. And sometimes people get the wrong impression of how you should grow in your life and in your career. You know, there's a lot of right now in this generation. I'm not saying of people. I'm just saying this generation. Uh, you know, this is old people, young people, everybody in between. There is a little bit of a, of an entitlement sometimes, which, you know, doesn't necessarily need to happen. I thought this was a really good one because it came up recently and I thought this is a good one to fill this week. Um, so Walt said, people often ask me if I know the secret of success and if I could tell others how to make their dreams come true. My answer is you do it by working. I love that because everything I've done in my life, I've worked really hard for. Yeah. And you too. So I feel like we need to go back and everybody just needs to realize hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. So stepping off of my soapbox now. Okay, everybody. That brings us to Goodbye. something we call the outro. Peace out. The peace out, homies. Uh, but seriously... We do want to thank you. As always, we're so appreciative that you're here. We're so appreciative that you've listened all the way through to this part of the show. That means you really like us and we like you too, but we would not be here if it wasn't for you. And we, we are just so inspired by the feedback that we're getting. And we're so excited that we can do this every week. Um, It's a fun little bonding experience for us in this room. And it's a, it's fun to share it with our friends and you know, some of them have become very big spokespeople for the show amongst their friends. Some of them have become executive producers, I guess. Executive producer, Patrick. Hmm. But yeah, we're just, we're very thankful for you. So thank you so much for coming along on this adventure with us. Uh, if you do have any comments or questions or any stories that you want to share with our audience, we have a new email address. Just email us at friends at magic on main street podcast.com that's friends at magic on main also follow us on our instagram you can find us at magic on main pod we're always sharing out what we talk about on the show and also just some fun stuff of what we're experiencing while we're in the park so yeah follow us over there at, at magic on main pod. and also we got a new subscriber today so excited welcome to the family uh but If you haven't already, become a Patreon subscriber. The tiers start at $2. You're never going to have to listen to an ad and you get early access to the show, but you'll also get entered into drawings and you're really going to help us to support ourselves while we do this show for you. So yeah, check us out at patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. And also make sure you subscribe, leave a review and help us spread some magic by sharing our little podcast with the Disney lovers in your lives. Lastly, subscribe to our calendar. It's free. And it tells you everything you need to know about what's going on in the parks. That being said, on behalf of Tabitha, Daniel, Scar, Kenzie, and myself, thank you so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. And we'll see you real soon. A stella
2: bye-bye. Magic on Main Street
0: Just like a churro, you're so sweet Our time with you is such a treat Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us On Main Street